0: Welcome to the Phoenix Effect Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Vanafra, a fitness influencer, entrepreneur, and life enthusiast. In this podcast, you will be inspired by people's stories on how they overcame adversity and how they're living a happy, successful, fulfilling life. This podcast will enhance your life by providing insights on health, fitness, business, and personal development. Without further ado, let's get inspired. You know what guys? Welcome back to the Phoenix Effect Podcast. I'm sitting here because I had a podcast outlined on comparison, something I like to call comparisonitis, And it's just not really, I really want to talk about that because I'm passionate about it, but I, it was it just wasn't really on my heart today. Today, I want to talk about breakups and I am the queen of breakups, guys. Um, we've all been through them. They're hard. And I feel like I've been through enough to know that it's going to be okay on the other side if you do go through a breakup and what tools has he- have helped me in the past and to help me get over a breakup. And, you know, a breakup is essentially falling out in love with someone a hard, a really hard way. Most of the time, it doesn't matter whose fault it was or why you broke up. You're still going to go through the emotions of jealousy, of anger, of sadness, of depression, of loneliness. Of your self-worth if you were enough or if you, you know, if you were enough in the relationship, or what if this happened, or what if this happened or what if that happened. And it can be a lot to deal with on your own, especially, you know, everybody goes through breakups, so a lot of people just brush it off like you'll get over it and it's fine. But sometimes, especially if you were in a longer relationship or if your relationship was really serious, it can it can take a toll on you, you know? So it's a, I really believe it's a form of grief. You know, you're losing something that you loved. So these are the things that I did for myself in the past that really helped me. And hopefully they would be able to help you too. So I think one of the first things that you have to do to be able to move on is forgive this, per- forgive the person. I don't care if you were the breakup er or the breakup e. You're breaking up for some reason, whether it be cheating, whether it be not having feelings for each other anymore, whether it be for arguing a lot, whether it be for, I don't know, anything. You know, you're whether you're the breakup e or the breakup er, you're going to have to forgive the other person because when you have resentment towards somebody else, it holds you back from. From healing, And in that forgiveness, you have to remind yourself, this isn't because of you or because of them, it's just because it's not meant to be. So when you allow yourself to forgive them and it really helps you be able to move on, I promise you, even if it's hard, even if the person cheated on you or whatever, once I forgave past exes that did cheat on me, that is the moment that I was able to move on and feel happy and feel like I, I was worth something again. So do what you have to do. I don't care if you have to go to church. I don't care if you have to read the Bible. I don't have to go, don't care if you have to go sit in nature for an entire week to feel more grounded, forgive. I promise. The next thing that I did that was really helpful and probably the lamest thing that I did is download this app. This is not sponsored or anything. I use this app called Mend and it was a breakup app. And basically this coach, I guess it was like an online therapist, walked me through how I should be feeling, why I was feeling that way, and also gave me advice to, you know, to not reach out to this person and not... I don't know, just, it just helped me get along with myself again, you know, and feel happy and secure in myself. And it was nice because every day that you didn't contact that person, you got to like check off this little thing and you could journal your feelings for the day. So that way, if you're feeling anger towards the person or resentment or sadness, you could put it all in the journal. And it was just a really nice little app thing that I use. And I really do think it helped me. Um, especially because when you join the app, they, they ask you the reason why you broke up. So they have different advice for each kind of situation. And I'm not going to lie. I did every kind of, when I, when I joined, I went back and re-signed up and did every kind of the advice that they gave just because I liked it so much. And I was like, I, I, you know what, I might as well get my worth, you know? So I did that. (laughs) Um, the next thing that I would suggest doing is cry, baby girl. Or guy, if you're watching this, is cry. I cried so much. Post, I cry so much post breakup. It's the worst. I cry at the gym. I cry when I was teaching. I literally cried and told my students I had allergies, but I was crying all day long. Um, call out of work and cry. It is okay to feel sad, especially in the beginning. I think the first week or two are usually the hardest and all you want to do is like mope around. So, you know, after that first week or two, I always told myself today you get 15 minutes to cry and then that's it. Then the tears are off and then you have to be happy Um, because there's so many other things in your life that are there to make you happy and so many things that are worth your energy and so many things that are still going to happen to your life without this other person so you know after about the two week mark i would give myself 15 minutes and then that was it the waterworks were off so give yourself a little timer and the allotted time you're allowed to be said so that way you kind of just forced yourself to get back to the way life was before this person was in it and that's another thing you survived without this person before your breakup you were a-okay and maybe this person brought a lot to your life but that doesn't mean that somebody else later in the future will add so much more to your life than you think. And sometimes you have to remind yourself that in a year from now, this person isn't gonna be worth your energy. This person isn't gonna be worth your tears. This person just isn't going to be worth it anymore. And that's okay. And that's a part of actually letting go of that person. So you just have to remind yourself that you're worthy. A lot of the times after breakup, you struggle with self-worth. Why didn't it work out? What ha- what would happen if this happened? What if this happened? And one time, one of my best friends told me, you have to get rid of that what if question. What if you said this? What if you did that? What if we didn't go out that night? What if he never saw her? Whatever it may be you know, you can't ask yourself what if, because unfortunately you can't go back in the past and change whatever happened. So you just have to look to the future. And if the future is not involving them, which is obviously isn't. It should stop wasting so much of your energy. So you have to just keep on your reminding yourself of the future, what is there for you? What are the possibilities for you? And really find yourself and focus on yourself so you, cuz this is the time. You you don't have to stop and talk to somebody else or ask somebody else or confirm with anyone one else. The only person you have to do that is with is with yourself. So as long as you're making yourself happy and taking yourself in a good direction, that is what you have to look forward to. So I think the next topic is a little bit different for everybody um, and everybody handles this a little bit differently. Um, and this is moving on and dating other people because sometimes you can go out and you can have a really great date and it can remind you, wow, I so many great people are out there. Even if this it doesn't work out with this person, it gives me hope to... You know, think about I'm going to meet something, somebody really special. But if you have a really bad date, it can help you. It can make you think. Well, it can make you miss the person. You know. So I think it depends on your sensitivity levels and how, and how good you are with your emotions and just things like that. Like sometimes I think it can really help you get over a person and sometimes they can think it can make you miss a person more. Like for me, for example, I would go on a couple dates here and there and I think it did help me, but it also reminded me that I really wanted to spend, I decided to take a year off from dating, you know, just to spend time with myself and figure out what what, what I like and what, what I want and what, what I want to do and just be selfish. And it was really, really nice for me and I think it was the best thing for myself because now my standards are really high and I know that somebody will meet those expectations. If I hold those expectations to myself, I hope that somebody can join me with them. My next piece of advice is get into some sort of hobby or activity to keep yourself busy. As much as it hard as it is, to just want to stay in bed and watch sad movies, which I recommend. I allow that in the first two week period. Remember earlier, we are talking about like the sad period, watch sad movies, cry your eyes out, romantic comedies, listen to sad breakup songs, because that is your sad time. And I think that everybody should be able to go through that because I think it helps you heal in the long run. But when you're starting to come back to life and feel a little bit better, you should do something for you. So whether this be developing a new hobby, going to the gym, one thing that I did is I joined a bodybuilding show. It kept all of my effing time busy and I had a, I got, I took more hours at my part-time job just to keep myself busy and occupied and surrounded with friends, you know, and I think that's really, really important my friends were always the first one to remind me of my worth when I couldn't, or the, my friends were always there for me when I wanted a shoulder to cry on, or they were always there for me to talk me up at a bar, you know? So my friends were always there for me. So one, make sure you have a hobby, something that keeps you busy. And I hope that you find a good support system or you have a good support system to help you get through it because it's really hard to do on your own. Now, this might seem really lame or unnecessary for some people, but I think something helpful or, you know, someone who might have been dating for five to seven to 10 years and went through a breakup is to go to therapy. It's a lot to go get through and it's a lot to have your life ripped out from un- underneath you. So going to therapy is nothing to be ashamed of. I think we should talk about therapy as much as we talk about going to the gym. So if you need to go to therapy to talk through whatever it might be through, maybe it's more of internal issues like self-worth issues or whatever it may be, or jealousy issues or whatever, I think therapy could help. So don't be ashamed of that. Even though you can say it's just a breakup, we could also say it's a huge breakup. You know, most of the time, it's nice to be able to say that you're still friends with the person. But unfortunately, I think a lot of the times it's just unrealistic, especially if the two of you are starting to get into new relationships. You wanna respect your new partner, so it's not like you're gonna be talking to your ex because that is just disrespectful. I don't care how close you are. It's it's just, you know, there's history there and probably most of the time there's gonna be some kind of feelings there. So I don't think everybody has to do this, but especially for those super sensitive people Eventually, you're going to have to remove them on social media, at least for a a period of time when you're going through the grieving process. So that way you're not always on your Snapchat being like, okay, what is he doing? Or you're not on your Instagram creeping who likes his photos or going to see whose photos he or she liked, you know, or who is she or he or she with. I think that when you remove them for a period of time, it takes away those crazy tendencies, you know, and I think it can cause further drama. So I would say for a period of time, remove them. And then maybe once things settle down, you know, you guys can add each other back or, you know, it, it, there's just a period of time where you really just need to focus on you and not worry about that other person because they're not your, Priority anymore. You are your priority, and your feelings are your number, your first priority. And if looking at his or her page makes you sad, or seeing what he or she is up to makes you sad, you shouldn't um, put yourself in that position. And so, having them removed on social media can kind of take you out of that position. That kind of goes the same as the no contact rule for the first couple months, just because. You know this th- this person might be the person you, you confided in when you had a bad day or when you needed to be vulnerable or or somebody that comforted you and unfortunately that your ex can't be that person anymore and I know that is sometimes the one of the hardest things to get over you just want to hear about their day so they're not there to be your confidant anymore and you're not there to be their confided anymore which is a sad a sad pill to swallow but. You know, once you let that go and you find another support system, you will feel a lot better. And also I think the no contact rule because uh, is helpful because a lot of the time people still have a lot of anger towards their ex significant other. So you say things that you don't really mean, or you say things out of spite, or you do something to hurt their feelings, hoping that it hurts them as much as they hurt you. But in reality, it just makes you feel worse in the long run when you say a really hurtful thing to them thinking it will hurt them. It's really hurting you on the inside as well. So I just think no contact for a period of time is probably the best the best bet for both parties. Both the breakupper and the e. So one of the hardest things that I think that you have to accept and do is letting go of the future that you thought that you might have had with this person. And this, is, I think, is one of the toughest things to do. Like, for example, there has been a guy that I thought I was going to get married to and We broke up. It didn't happen. And so you have to let go of your idea of moving in with them and getting married to them and doing this with them. You have to let go the idea of having them in your future. And I think this is one of the hardest things to do post breakup. And it's one of those things that you hold on hope to for more time, like if you get back together or whatever. But it's one of those things that once you let it go, it's done. And that is the time when you move on. So remember to let yourself let go so you can move on and be okay. So we talked about having our two week sad period. We talked about having no contact, finding a support system, finding a hobby, trying to move on, maybe dating if that really thinks, if you think that will help you, but we didn't really talk about finding yourself again. So I think you need to do something to find yourself. And one of my favorite things to do is listen, listen to like power music, like girl power music, or if there's like guy power music, I don't know, but listening to some good songs to remind yourself like damn girl you're awesome damn boy you're awesome <laughs> I, always, I always have to include like a guy example because I know a lot of guys actually 50 50 like 50 percent guys listen to this podcast and 50 percent girls so I but I feel like I talk to women a lot of the time but I have to remember like I need to include guy examples so that way you guys don't feel left out you know You know, guys, can you rate this podcast if you're a guy, leave a review that will help me out a little bit. But anyway, so yeah, find something that makes you find yourself again. Maybe this is going on a trip a week away, or maybe it's a longer trip than that, or maybe it's applying to a new job, or I don't know, do something that just makes you feel proud of yourself and makes you grounded and connect to yourself again and makes you feel you and makes you happy to be with you and who you are. Um, because I think that reminding yourself of that every day that you're so worthy and you're going to be so loved and that you are so loved can just it can just mean a lot especially when you feel so lonely during the breakup and so alone and and sad a lot of the time you can and, and missed you know you can feel powerful again and feel lovely and feel incredible when you do stuff for yourself that makes you Love yourself and find yourself. So, whatever that may be, do something that makes you you and makes you feel grounded and loved and everything like that. And I would make a list, but this isn't the list from like the movies where you pick dark hair, tan, six foot, makes six figures plus a year. You know, we all like those things, or we all think we like those things. Or like, hang on, let me give you a girl example. Girl, brown um hair tan skin great bod her name's michelle she's 27 she has a pocket i'm sorry wait am i I talking about myself i don't know (laughs) just kidding but anyways yeah guys youtube not physical aspects of girl or what they do or job wise or anything like that but more so what you need in a relationship. So what kind of person do you need? So this can also help you take your ex and pick out the qualities that you really liked and maybe qualities that didn't work out for the two of you. Maybe he was really, um, I don't know, really selfish with, this, with his time, or maybe she was really jealous. So you want to find someone who's really confident in the, in herself. And the other person wants to find someone who is, really um giving with their time and likes to spend quality time for together so you know maybe the qualities that that you find of people that makes you feel secure in a relationship and you look for those in somebody else and i know that sounds super lame but i also think it can give you hope that you're going to find somebody that is the perfect match for you and that you can have a lasting love am i dr phil or what god somebody hire me somebody get me on dr phil dr phil Uh, I think that's it for today because I'm kind of done playing Dr. Phil. This has been fun and all, but I feel like a relationship coach and I don't really know who the fuck I think I am. So I'm going to go and I'm probably, I have to go to book club. So holla at me boys because, you know... Not a nerd over here. If you liked this podcast, please rate it, leave a review. If you really enjoy it, you can take a screenshot and upload it to your IG story and tag at the Phoenix Effect podcast. That way more people see it. That way more people get heard. That would mean a lot to me. And other than that, I hope you guys have a absolutely fantastic week. I hope that boy or the girl who broke your heart goes dies in the ditch. Okay. We already know how to get through a breakup and it's not with resentment. Um, but I hope this was helpful and I will catch you guys next time on the Phoenix effect podcast, Phoenix effect podcast. Thanks for listening. Catch you guys next time. Bye.